We don't have to. No, I don't. Let's try it out. Okay. Why do I not seem? I'm on board with this. I don't know. You seem hesitant. What? What do you mean? I seem hesitant. I said yes. I need you I said to yes. Fully I said commit. yes like three times. Why does everyone think that but I'm not committal? It's, it's like it's, it's, it's the way I said it. How you said it? It's the way you said what if it. I, so, it wasn't okay, okay, yes. It was it's, yes. It's like it's like it's like hey, cool. Because in my head, I'm thinking of it. I can't do two things at the same time <laughs> with the same enthusiasm. <laughs> okay, I can only do one. So in my head, I'm like, is this a good idea? Do we need to do this? And then you're and I'm like, well, let's try it out. Let's get a good idea. So then I say yes, like instantly. It's like I need to give an answer because I'm taking too long. This is what's going on in my head. And then I say yes, and then they're like, are you sure? So then I get mad that you're asking. If I'm sure, because I just said yes, and then I say yes again, and then you're like, "Oh, you don't sound like you want to do it." I'm like, "What are you talking about? I do want to do it." I'm not just gonna be like, "Yes." <laughs> that, that so is, is the answer yes the answer or no? Is, the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Let's do it, man. Um, now this, I don't feel like you're this taking this like- seriously. Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite pop culture podcast. My name's Jose. I'm Shirley Richard. This is Shirley, your favorite pop culture podcast Pop culture time. podcast? I said pop. I, I said heard pop. Pop. I, pop, whatever. Ooh, <laughs> that would be cool. We just started a podcast about puppies. Just all about puppies. Even though I don't like animals at all. But not like in the Macaulay Culkin, good son kind of way. Well, he liked animals to kill them. <laughs> like I said that in that, that macabre voice. To kill them or to trailer voice. No, I just don't. I just don't have. You know how some people really care about animals? Like they're like a part of the family. An animal could never be a part of my family. That's messed up, bro. It's not messed up. I just, I don't. Maybe I'm a psychopath for animals. No, that's not true. Um, A psycho. Not not psychopath. What is it? uh, Where you don't have feelings? Sociopath. Sociopath. But with animals, not people, because I really care about people. Do you? But yes, I do. But I do not care you about sure animals. Sure do. In fact, when somebody has when somebody has an animal that dies and they're sad, I'm like, I you, you I care for the person. Right? I sympathize. I cannot empathize because I will never understand yeah. that feeling. Um, <clears throat> and I I I don't like animal cruelty. I don't think that's right. Right, but that's a moral leaning that I have. It has nothing to do with my care about the animal at all. It's just like that doesn't seem like the right thing to do. So I'm going to say, no, it's not the right thing to do. But um, I told my wife when we got a cat, I said, okay, just to let you know, this cat costs $50 to get from the SPCA. <laughs> if at any time in this cat's life it needs some kind of surgery or anything that's going to cost more than $50, we're going to just get a new cat. That's literally, I said, if it's $51, I will just buy a new cat. <laughs> there's no there's no margin there's no, there. no, there's no margin there's no margin if it was like 75 bucks it'd be like just get a new cat <laughs> literally i would i'm i'm not i'm cold and unfeeling about that because to me they're just they're pets i mean it's going to like because what if i got the surgery it died anyway and i'm out 75 bucks and i don't have a new cat that's the way i think about it it's kind of <laughs> there's gonna be so much send your hate mail to <laughs> it's going to we need separate emails probably to get hate mail. <laughs> Send your hate mail to it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Or tweet us at IGTGS show. <laughs> or, or just post on our Facebook about how much you hate me and my <laughs> animal not loving ways at facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Or record yourself in an Instagram story yelling at Jose at it's going to get stupid.
Or you could uh, go to our website and do nothing <laughs> to help your cause. <laughs> www.itsgoingtogetsteven.com. Or leave Jose a voicemail at 281-698-7538. Do it. Let do it. Know. You know what? Let me know your most saddest, heart heartwarming uh, animal stories. And uh, we'll see if we can thaw this old animal heart out. Because uh, people I care about animals it out. Sorry. Just this is what it is. So today... <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about childhood. I apologize. I have uh, <clears throat> snot in my throat. That's what, wow. that's what mucus wow. is. Just letting you know. That's mucus. So it's snot, right? Um, we're going to talk childhood, and we're going to talk about our favorite 80s, because we grew up in the 80s television shows that we yep. probably watched when I was like, before I was 10 years old. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe, yeah, because I was 10 and 92. So I probably watched a lot of these when I was like five. Probably. And maybe some reruns. Yeah. But um, can you remember like what pops off first in your head, Rick? Uh, Alf was the one that kind of popped off in my head. Alf is a good show. Yeah, <laughs> it is. He also heard, likes heard, to eat cats. I heard yeah, so that's probably why I like the show. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> he's, I heard they're coming back with Alf. I, I think they were going to redo it, but they decided not to. Oh, man. That yeah. would have been cool. That was a weird show, right? Like they had this alien. Well, most shows in the '80s were like, let's do an average American family and throw an alien into it, or throw a weird cousin into it, or a weird neighbor into like it. Like Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, <clears throat> that's what the '80s was all about. Like average American family with this weird twist. Right. Um, I did like Alf. He was funny. It was a good show. I used to watch it when I was a kid. It went on from it went on to the '90s, so I was still like before ten. Do you remember the Alf cartoon? I do remember the Alf cartoon. Where he as went well. to back to Melmac. Yeah. And there's a bunch of other Alfs. Alfs. A bunch of Alfs. <laughs> I think a couple of times on Alf, like he got visited by some other Alfs. Yeah, like one well, like at least cousin. once or twice. Yeah. At least once or twice. But that's I mean, it's a it was a typical eighties show. That's that's yeah. Me. When you think eighties, um I also think Mr. Belvedere. Yeah. 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 Mr. Belvedere. It wasn't yeah. even on this list. I'm looking at I have this list of like the top whatever shows. Mr. Belvedere was an awesome show. I don't know why it's not on this list. I love Mr. Belvedere. Is, and in that same vein, like, is the nanny considered an 80s show or is that a 90s I show? I think it's a 90s show, man. 90s show. Yeah, get your get your facts get, right. Just the facts, man. 85 to 90 was Mr. Belvedere. Okay. The nanny was like 92. <clears throat> but it's basically the exact. 93 well, to okay. 99. Um, oh, no, it's not the same. No, at it's all. not. It's, it's not totally at different. All. It's not at all. Mr. Belvedere is this old, weird English dude yeah. who was very rude to everybody and he had snarky comedy. I guess like I identified with him because he was overweight and he was. And like, Jose funny. is also rude and snarky to exactly. everybody. Exactly. So see, and he probably didn't like animals at all. <laughs> he probably didn't. But I, I don't know. I just remember that uh, the theme songs because you know the '80s is all about the theme songs. Yeah, there was always a theme where like everyone got like you know their two seconds of you know they're they're doing something and then they look at the camera yeah. with the smile oh, and their the, the actor's name is underneath it. This is the best, man. Yeah. Like, they don't do that anymore. Did you ever see the Adult Swim yes. parody called Too Many Cooks? That is the best yeah. thing ever. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. Oh yeah. If you, okay, look, I'm gonna give you a warning though because these they're so trippy. Yeah. Um. I want it gets I, dark real fast because I want to do the other one. Have you seen the other one? Um, the watching the bears, the bear one. I don't think I have. Oh, gosh, yeah. I just gotta cut. We gotta just we gotta stop and talk about it right now. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, um, it's this. They're watching a bear fish or do something, and they're like they're talking about it, and then it cuts to a commercial for um, some kind of medicine. And it's like nasal medicine. Yeah. And you see this lady driving and they're talking about all the side effects. It seems like a normal thing. Like, it just seems like a normal thing. 
and then it like devolves into this thing where she's like trying to escape her clone and it goes real dark it goes creepy <laughs> dark man it's crazy and uh it's so good and but it's it scares that julie hates watching she's like why are you watching that i was like it's so good because too many cooks is kind of that yeah it goes a little off the rails quick it really does but i love how it does a, a different opening it's like the 80s openings yeah all of them including the cartoon ones so if you've never seen too many cooks, you're going to watch it uh, in the show notes. But then, like you had, um, what was the one with the girl with the average American family, and then the the girl was like a robot. Oh, okay. Um, it's not Punky Brewster because she lived in the trash. Did she? she <laughs> I think she lived in she the was trash. An orphan, right? Yeah. Um, man, I can't. Oh my internet just crapped on me oh there it is um dang it perfect something no 80 sitcom robot girl that's what i'm looking up <laughs> and it's like finding it it's, how many people look this up Vic, uh, small wonder small wonder small wonder was yeah. the best i love that show man yeah. And she would in the in the i just remember in the opening she would be picking somebody up yeah but with her one hand <laughs> Uh, Vicky was her name. Yep. Voice input child identicant. Oh, 80s. You're so goofy. <laughs> he tried so, so hard. Silly. Tried he so tried hard. He tried really hard. Yeah. And this is like interesting, like, because Disney Channel has like a robot Android show kind of thing. They've like played with that before, but that was like the original. Another one is Out of This World, but I don't think Out of This World is an 80s one. I don't remember Out of This World. Okay. Out of This World. I don't remember that Let me one. See, at all. if it's not 80s, I'm just going to skip it. 87 yeah okay what was out of this world so out of this world was about a teenager that's actually from she's an alien she doesn't realize it in our 18th birthday she starts inherit she got starts having power so she can stop time and it sounds really yeah, familiar it's, it, I, it was on nickelodeon i don't remember what it is her name was evie yes and, yes 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 yeah and then yeah. Her, her dad was like a little voice bot a little yeah cube thing that she would yeah. talk to so and only certain people knew that she was an alien mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that was the thing about the 80s situational like sitcoms um there was the typical american family the weird oddity that happened to them you know robot robot daughter (laughs) alien daughter alien daughter alien alien weird pet and then the weird neighbor that sometimes kind of knew was trying to catch was trying to catch it was trying to catch them in the act wasn't there a neighbor on alpha was like trying to find out all the time and they could never get it and so and she had a cat she had a pet cat and the 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 family that he lived with wouldn't let them wouldn't let they're like Alfie can't eat the cat He's because like, why not yeah <laughs> like, it looks so delicious and so that was always the lasagna to his Garfield oh man the lasagna to his Garfield yeah but yeah like I think out of the world there there was another because like certain characters knew yeah but then there was one Snoopy one that was trying to get to the bottom of it yeah and same thing with probably Small Wonder there was somebody trying to figure out who's are you a robot no, but even robot. even when you look back at like the the less like weird kind of sitcoms there was like things like charles in charge right charles where in charge of where again you have the average family and then you have this weird guy that lives in their basement who's his name charles <laughs> his name charles who stayed in that same basement even when the family changed <laughs> like he's got like Bayo. they're like hey uh, uh we gotta move so we're selling this house uh bt dubs there's an italian dude that lives in the basement and his name kind of comes with the house. His name is Charles. He's in charge of your hopes and dreams. 
Anyway, Charles. And, I don't even want to talk about Charles and Charlie because, like, it's it's crazy because I'd watch these shows, but they weren't anything. Like, he was just watching TV. This was consuming media yeah. at this time. But and it's funny because if you look at now what kids have to watch, it's everything. They could even watch Charles in Charge, actually. Yeah. Um, but why would they? Um, <laughs> um, but there's so much you can watch. It's just overwhelming. I think. And we didn't have that. We had like three shows to choose from yeah. at a certain hour. You're like, what do I want to watch? Until you got cable and then you found like like yeah. some those but random channels a, that you... had the sitcoms running 24-7. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. In, uh, in uh, what do you call it? Syndication. Yeah. Like TBS. I mean, well, then you had more channels, opportunities to watch stuff. But you had to catch things. So another good show uh, in the 80s, Perfect Strangers. I did enjoy that show. It wasn't my favorite. I like Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Die, 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 die. Larry and Buck. It's just they're so. It was a. Uh, it was like an odd couple. Yeah. Kind of movie. So our kind of show. Yeah, it definitely was. I used to watch it all the time with my mom. That's probably why a lot of these shows I watched with my mother. Was Perfect Strangers eighties though? It was. I thought it was nineties. Nope. Didn't it? Yeah, wasn't it still on during TGIF? Eighty six, maybe. Yes, yes, it was. When when did when was the ABC like the TGIF era? The TGIF era. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, let me talk about another because, well, let's. I want to talk about the big one later, but I'm going away from the mic. It's Golden Girls. Golden Girls is a good show. You know what? Okay, you know what show? I'm gonna admit that I loved and I watched all the time. Designing Women. I love Designing Women. Right? Designing Women was so great. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's because probably because they had a black dude on there. (laughs) I'm not joking around. I I really think a, a southern black gentleman. Um, and it was about what she she was a seamstress or they did at a fashion. Designing women? Yeah, wasn't was she? No, they're interior decorators. Okay, interior decorators. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember because I know they had fabric all the time, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> it was a lot of fabric. It was a lot of fabric. And uh, Delta Burke. Yep. Oh man, that's such a good show. So, so TGIF started in 1989 on the ABC network. Uh, it land. It stopped. It's well. It started again in 2003. And apparently, there's a third run in 2018. Oh yeah, it's it's doing it again. And they're, what they're doing is they're having the old stars come, come back in and and be there. I think I can't remember if uh, the guy who played Carl Winslow was on it. There was somebody that was in there, and they they come and introduce the new shows. They're like, "Oh, TGIF is back, and I'm old." <laughs> like nobody knows who you are, bro. Um, Night Court was never a fan. You never liked Night Court? Nope, dude. Night Court was awesome. Nope. Harry Anderson? Nope. Really? Nope. Night Court was so great. Nope. It was so good. It was funny, man. It had um, John Lorquette. Strike one. Didn't help out. Full House is also the later 80s. Facts of Life. Also not a fan. You didn't like Facts? What did you not like? Three's Company? Uh, That was 70s, wasn't it? That was the end in the 80s, bro. Yeah. Different Strokes. Of course, Roseanne. It's a right. great show. Y- yes, it well, was. You sound like you were going to say something else. No, no. I mean, I haven't watched any of the of the new remake of it. Well, I got canceled. Yeah. Well, now it's the Connors. And then one of the greatest shows to come out of the eighties, Quantum Leap. Oh, here we go again. Is this the one that you were saving for the end? No, it's not actually the big one. Quantum Leap is a great show. What do you not like about Quantum Leap? It. It doesn't matter. I know it doesn't. Like none of the stories not, matter. None of this matters because though. he's like, never going to get home. He got home, did he? Yeah. So you didn't even. 
Okay, look. Okay, I am a Quantum Leap aficionado, bro. Okay, I've watched every okay. every okay. episode. I have read the the behind the scenes books. I've read the offshoot novels. So his journey to get home. Did it matter that he made all those leaps? I mean, it mattered in in well, he changed. He changed history. He changed time. He changed things. Did it matter to him? Right, like when he finally made it back. Because well, like, well, he didn't. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He, I'm he, sorry. At the end of it, he didn't make it back. You just told me he made no, it home. He did. He did make. Okay, so there was um, in the middle of the series, the whole series. He uh, the beginning of the last episode of one uh, season finale. He leapt into his own body. Okay. Okay. In current modern time. Okay. And, but Al was the one that, like, he leapt in his body, but then Al was out. Leaping. Like switched because lightning hit something. Okay. And switched him. So now he was the one that was, you know, normal, and Al was the one that was out of time. Okay. And so he got to come home, but he didn't, he still didn't remember everything. And he started getting memories back and everything, but things had changed because. He didn't realize he's been changing the time. He, yeah, he didn't yeah. realize he was. So he was changing a lot of things. Butterfly affecting. Exactly. And so yeah. things had changed a lot. And then he leapt back. He They switched back. Right. So, but what I'm saying is him leaping, like, what was the purpose behind it? Well, God wanted him to right wrongs. Okay. And to change, change time. I didn't, I don't remember the premise of it. Well, they told, well, they he said that. He said, God, or he'd always make, he'd always say, God, or whoever fate is making me do this. And basically, he was changing people. You, did you ever watch an episode? Oh my gosh. It didn't interest me. Look, it, so basically, they came in with, like, oh, this person gets murdered, and we never heard from her again, Sam. And then he saves her life. Okay. But the funny thing is, is he probably murdered a whole bunch of other people by doing that. But it's okay. And at the end, he, he reunites Al and his wife with his first wife. And so, so because she leaves him because he he's a prisoner of war. See, this is so man. This mis, mis, melts my heart. Everybody, if you've ever seen Quantum Leap, this should be melting your heart right now. Uh, <laughs> and she leaves him while he's a prisoner of war. And so he leaps at the very end, and it's just him. So he's not leaping into somebody else, or maybe he is. Anyway, but he's telling that lady, Al's first wife, don't move on, stay. He's kind of come home. And so he changes Al's life for the better. Whatever, man. <clears throat> and then he leaps, and then you never the show ended. So who knows where he went? Maybe he maybe he finished his task. So he didn't go home. <clears throat> maybe. I don't know. And you have a problem with Lost. Yeah, because it made <laughs> it made zero sense. There was no 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 sense was made about the ending of that movie or show. And and it's not like I have unanswered questions other than like where did he go? That's the only unanswered question I have. Everything else was answered. There were so many unanswered questions and lost. Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Quantum Leap's a great show. Um, Airwolf. Never, never saw it. It was, it was, I mean, it was fun to watch as a kid because you see all these helicopters rolling everywhere. I didn't like action shows. Obviously, I watched Designing Women. <laughs> I didn't like action. Yeah. Other than Quantum Leap was like the only, is it was sci-fi. And my brain didn't care about the time travel yeah. part at that time. Now I have a problem with it, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I was never into Maybe like... Maybe you should a, like, leap into your body and tell like, yourself that it's okay. Like a, <laughs> shut up. Like A-Team? Didn't, didn't care for A-Team. No, I didn't either. I didn't like action. No. I, I did like MASH. Well, so the, the thing with action shows in the 80s is it was a lot of like drama, 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 and then here's 10 seconds worth of action. We're going to justify this as an action show. 
Yeah, and it just seemed fake to me. Oh, yeah. Like, it is, like now it seems realistic. It's just time to come by. So um, what about what about the Trek, Star Trek? Uh, I was... Next Generation is the 80s. Is it? Well, it is starting in late 80s, right? And um, But the Star Trek old, I think, ended in the 80s. Okay. I was never a huge fan of the TV shows. Not even the Next Generation? Nope. TNG? Nope. Wesley Crusher? Nope. <clears throat> I've seen the movies. John Luke Picard. I've seen the movies. Number one, but not Riker. Jordy LaForge. <laughs> you can keep going. Lieutenant Do you want to keep going? Do you want to just Lieutenant spend Wolf. the rest of this episode just, I'll just going? Name, I'll just name everybody on that dang ship. <laughs> I used to. I used to watch Next Generation like I, religiously. I never could get into it. I loved it, man. Yeah, it was all drama though. Yeah, and I always wanted a holodeck. Like it's the one thing. If I could take one thing from a show, I was like, I want the holodeck. Because you just do whatever you want. Not think, the ability to leap? No. From your that, favorite no, show? Because, no, because that's random. That would be scary. It's a random thing. Leave me alone about <laughs> Quantum Leap. It's a great show. <clears throat> uh, Saved by the Bell's 89. I'm not going to count that. No, uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's straight up about, 90s. I'm talking about most, you know, in the middle, Mork and Mindy. I was never a huge fan of Mork and Mindy. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. I didn't yeah. really... What about Bosom Buddies? Which, isn't Mork and Mindy a Happy Day spinoff? Is it? Yeah, because I believe Mork uh, appears first in Happy Days. I don't even want to talk about Happy Days. That show. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's a Happy Day spinoff. It is. Yeah. It is a spinoff of Happy Days. That's crazy. He's an alien. I mean, he only showed... Why are there so many aliens? He only showed up once. Okay. Cheers. I think. Cheers was funny. Cheers. Now, granted, I didn't see Cheers in. I saw it in syndication. Oh, really? You didn't see yeah. it? Yeah, I never saw it. I mean, maybe I saw like the last. Yeah. Before before Frasier started, it was eighty two to ninety three. Yeah. So you missed your mark. I did. You should have watched. Considering it. I was born in eighty two. I'm just saying. Yeah. I was up to, a lot of times. I was young. Well, when I was watching you know. this. I think Cheers is a great show. It is a good show. It was an. I mean, just really good, funny, yeah, clean humor, pretty much. I mean, there's yeah. some, there's certain. Eh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have been watching it when I was seven, but <laughs> whatever. Um, but I thought it was Golden Girls was worse. Like, come on, yeah, Golden Girls is definitely inappropriate. Now, it still is. There was there was always one episode a season where they tried to like do like a social topic. I remember when um, Designing Women had like a the the racist episode. Yes, where. Uh, one of the customers wouldn't wouldn't talk to um, the the black character on the show because he was African American, and uh, and I'm I wish I'll have to find this scene the clip, the the clip. clip of where she, she the the lady that plays the the lead the lead Delta Burke Delta no it wasn't Delta Burke well oh oh um uh Jean oh, I can't remember her name right not now. Annie Potts. Gene. Not Delta Burke. Gene. Gene something. It's Gene Dang it. I know is it? I know it's Gene. It's Gene Dang it. That's what her name is. Gene Dang it. Dixie Carter. Dude, I was you way were, off. Way off. Way off. And she was uh, there. The name of the agent, the interior decorating studio was called Sugar Bakers. Right. And she was just like, you will never be a customer of Sugar Bakers ever again or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. She was the yeah. redhead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there was always like some weird like social justice topic like every season, like in the eighties. There was. There always was. I didn't know Delta Burke didn't get brought back. Delta Burke. <laughs> Your mumbling, sir. I know. Annie Potts is in there. I forgot yeah. about that. I'm gonna go watch this show. 
like right now. So it was Dixie Carter, Delta Burke, who played her sister, Annie Potts, and Meshach Taylor. Meshach. Yeah. And Gene Smart. That's why the Gene. Oh, that's right. She came in later on, though, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, bro. She was in season one. Was she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was Jan Hooks that came in later. Yeah. Yeah. To replace Delta Burke. Yeah. Anyway, that was a good show. And now let's go to. There's other shows. There's definitely other ones. Dukes. I can I see Dukes of Hazard. Never got into. Wasn't that, my thing man. either. Wasn't I my just thing. Never either. got into any of these. Was Magnum, that 80s too? Magnum P. Miami Vice. No. Knight Rider. Uh, I it mean, was, I was cool. Like the car talked. It was kind of cool, but I was Magnum P. I, I never cared about any of that. I was no. just not that kind of kid that was like, I want to see action and shooting. Or Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, there was some weird Airwolf. Isn't that one too? Yeah. There's another ho- uh, helicopter one. Um, the no, Wonder Hunter Years. was like a inner city Magnum PI. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would say the Wonder Years, but that's 88. I'm not going to count that either. It's very close. I love MASH. Never got into MASH. I didn't really, like, I didn't really watch it, but I ever, I, even now, like, I'll watch an episode. I'm like, it was pretty interesting. It's Alan Alda is funny. <laughs> I've heard it's actually really, really, um, it's kind of dark. It is very dark, actually, yeah. because, you know, they're, they're medics. They're medics in the Vietnam War. Yeah. And yeah. So it's terrible. Womp, womp, womp. Um, Cosby. Is that, is that the big one? That's the big one. That's the big one. That's the big one. Yeah. That's a really big one. It is because I, I grew up on the Cosby show. Like everybody grew up on the Cosby yeah. show. Man. Well, especially in our generation. Yeah. Right. So that's what I mean. Like our, you know, yeah. every, uh, Early millennial, yeah, I would call us, and Generation Z or whatever. I don't know what that. No. I don't know what it's called. Anyway, our generation. When you yeah. grew up in the eighties, from eighty to ninety, which is obviously the eighties, bro. <laughs> but you spent your formative childhood in the eighties. Yeah, you watched the Cosby Show. Oh, hundred percent. And it was interesting because there were zero white people on the Cosby Show. Maybe like one or two. I mean, but realistically, there was zero white people. Rudy had friends. Yeah. Sometimes there, they would There were some more kids that came over. Once, maybe once or twice. Yeah. But predominantly, it was predominantly black show. Yeah. And um, a lot of Theo's, like Theo's only non-cockroach friend was, I think, Cuban yeah. or Puerto Rican. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was interesting because every other show up to that point that I saw had a different feel to it. Like with, with you know, I mean, the Jeffersons. Was a show that was predominantly black too, but it just felt weird. I didn't. But it was a caricature. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was, or maybe that's how the culture was at that time. I don't know because I didn't grow up in that. Number one, I didn't grow up in African American culture, so I don't know. Right. But this is the only one that I saw somebody that was kind of my skin tone and didn't act different than me. Fair enough. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what it was. It wasn't like they were just a totally different family. They were just, an, it was just, it, you could have put, you could have, uh, for me, you could have made them white and it would have been the same thing. Sure. Or you could have made them Cuban or anything. You could have made them anything. Yeah. It didn't matter that they were all, but I could, re- I could relate to it because of the color of the skin. Yeah. And they were just such a loving family, right? Even in the tough times, they were very loving and just made you want to be like, that's my dad. Because I have a dad. Uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby was my dad. Unfortunately, I don't. That's Ooh, not, I don't. Yeah, that's, no, I mean, <laughs> Theo Hux. What's the name? Of not uh, Cliff, Cliff Huxtable, Huxtable was my dad. Yeah, 
But that's it's something. Why do they call it the Cosby Show and not the, the Huxtables Show? I don't know. Didn't they try to do the Huxtables? They might have. Didn't they make a new show? Oh, they made a new Cosby Show, but it was a different. Yeah. Like after the Cosby Show ended, right? Didn't they yeah. make another Cosby but Show? But Felisa Rashad was the wife. Yeah, it was like and Jeffrey was, Owens came in as a as a character. But it wasn't Cliff Huxtables. No, different. Yeah, uh, tanked pretty bad. Yeah, it, it didn't do very well. Do you remember your favorite Cosby episode? Um, there's a few. So my favorite episode is probably when they make Theo pay rent, where they do the fake, like, you know, here's some seed money and you got to go find an apartment. You got to, you know, uh, all these things. Like that was probably my favorite episode. And then they act like time. everyone was acting as certain people yeah. and things, right? Wasn't that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, um, I want to say Vanessa was like the landlady or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, a good one. Yeah. That was a really good one. My favorite moment in the show is very early on when um, Rudy is sitting on the stairs very sad and she's upset because um, I think it was like the first day of school. It might have been like one of the really early episodes and some kid called her Rudy Huckleberry and... <laughs> And and she was like, yeah, he just called me. You're nothing but a Rudy Huckleberry, Rudy Huckleberry. And that has stuck in my head <laughs> since I was a kid. Rudy Huckleberry. Yeah. Um, I think that's the one where Vanessa like wants to go to this concert out of town and she just goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the best. Yeah. Man. And, 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 <laughs> and what's, what's the mom's name? What's, uh, Claire. Claire Huxable is just yeah. so mad. She wants to like beat her. She wants to tear her. Yeah. And you it was like, I don't know what's going on. And Cliff has to like manage it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's a great episode. Yeah. Especially me having a bunch of daughters. Like I, I have to like mitigate yeah. my wife and my daughters killing each yeah. other. Um, but yeah. Such a lot of good moments, man. No, I mean it's the Theo, a, the Theo one is really good. The That's Theo a one's really great. good episode. Right? Yeah. In Cockroach Axe's lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so much good wisdom out of that show, you know. And um, anyway, I know it's tainted. Is, I mean, is it? I mean, can we look at can we look at that body of work and still appreciate it with everything that has happened? Well, and I think here's the thing: we have we have to remember this. Um, it's the Cosby Show, right? And it was produced by Cosby, and he's you know you know did a lot of things. But there are other people that made, he didn't write that show. Right, they've been contributing, but other there were other writers, there were other actors that made that show what it was. Oh, 100 percent directors, and so they're like, the... if you if if Cliff Huxtable didn't have Theo to to react to, wouldn't have been the same show. Yeah, and right? if he didn't have all the kids, if he didn't have smart smart Alec Vanessa, not the same show. Yeah, if he didn't if, have strong Claire that was by right. his side and supportive. But, you know, uh, 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 she was a doctor as well, right? They're yes. both doctors? No, so no, no, she was a lawyer. She's a lawyer. She's so, a lawyer. I mean, strong, you yeah. know, uh, role model for her kids. Like, that's a, you didn't have all that, it wouldn't be the same show. And yeah. so it's not really just the Cosby show. It is the Huxtables, and they're the ones that make the show. And so, you know, yeah, he did some terrible things, but that doesn't mean that that show was terrible. Or right. we, shouldn't, we shouldn't watch it because he's whatever because he's getting his come up he's getting what he deserves now right and he definitely did he's in jail yeah so, i mean what, do you, what more do you he, he, i mean i know more could have been done i'm not saying that that's like that's good enough for him what i'm saying right. is is that justice was served to an extent right right maybe not the extent people wanted but it's not like he got away with everything he no. did it um anyway but i think the show on itself on it should 
you know, it's a good, it's a great show. It's it is a great, great show. messages. Yeah. And it is part of my childhood. So I don't want to just sweep it under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's a, let me just kind of randomly talked about different eighties shows. The eighties was an interesting time. Yeah. It had that formula of the typical family, but then some little weird. There's some, always some weird injection. Either you had a permanent weird like situation or you had like random weird situations get in. And I think the Cosby show is that right. Like it's a, Typical family that has random scenarios kind of thrown at them. Yeah, but it was realistic, more realistic. Yeah. yeah. Another one is is like Full House. Yeah. Kind of typical. There's nothing real goofy. I mean, there's there's the dynamic that's there. Right. But it's not like there's goofy things happening all the time. You have a neighbor that's kind of goofy, and that's a different era because you have Full House and like Family Matters. Similar. You have the kooky neighbor. You have this. I think um, even um, Home Improvement had similar things. Yeah. Adds a certain way. Yeah. All that. Uh, But yeah, but 80s was just. And then it had weird things like Three's Company, and which was just a like a just a weird Three's Company, the Golden Girls, yeah. just very overtly yeah. inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't think they were for kids. But we watched I watched it anyway. Definitely watched them. Um, but yeah, a lot of good a lot of good eighty stuff. Yeah, it was a great time for shows, and Quantum Leap was amazing. Anyway, hey, um, where can they uh, let us know what their favorite eighty show was? Hey, let me know what your favorite Quantum Leap episode was. At w- none of them. <laughs> it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Or shoot us uh, a tweet at IGTGS show. I was trying to think of something funny yeah, to failed, say. Failed and miserably. I ran a tough mutter yesterday. I'm pretty we can, tired. We can talk about that in a second. Yeah. Um, also, hey, do you want to join the conversation about Airwolf on Facebook? <laughs> I just looked down at my computer and that was the only thing that was said Airwolf. So I said Airwolf. Uh, Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Or take a picture of yourself and post it on Instagram. Just you in an elf costume. <laughs> in an elf costume. At in a helicopter. To, at it's going to get stupid. <laughs> at, I, at it's going to get stupid. Yeah, that's what I just said. Uh, yeah. Or you can go to the website and pretend that you could do something. <laughs> www. You can listen to the episode. You can listen to the www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com. Or you could also donate. You could do that too. You could you can't do things on the website. There's We've gotten one donation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, leave us a voicemail at 281-698-7538. We will listen to them. And we may play them on the air. By calling, you give us permission to play them on the air. Yes. I also didn't talk about Murphy Brown, but that's okay. Um that's okay. Was it was that eighties too? Uh, Everything blends well, together. Eighty eight. So okay. that's too. All right. You missed the mark, Murphy Brown. Sorry, Murphy Brown. Failed. Uh, wow. So Rick, what was the last movie that you watched? Well, so out of the batch that I've seen that we haven't talked about, Boyach. but you've already seen this is Ocean's Eight. Ooh, we didn't. I didn't even talk about it, though. Did we? I don't remember. I think yeah, we. I think we talk about so much. Stuff. I think we did talk about it, but it was non-spoilery because I hadn't seen it yet, and I was planning on seeing no, it. Spoil it, and um, it was okay. It wasn't great. <laughs> That's what you want to hear from a movie. It was okay. I mean, was it as good as Ocean's Eleven? No. Which is as good? What is as good as Ocean's Twelve? No. Was it as good as Ocean's Thirteen? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what is as good as the talent job? I don't remember. No, it wasn't because the Italian job is amazing. Italian job is amazing. It is amazing. It's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, calm down. Okay. Here. Hey, I didn't say it was hey. lost. Hey, whoa, whoa. Anyway, so Ocean's Eight and Ocean's Eleven are very similar. Yeah, that's the one thing though. Yeah, I mean, it's the you know. Yeah, I mean the the premise behind the stories is very similar. Um, I think everybody does a really good job in this movie. 
Except for maybe Rihanna. She's okay. She's okay. I mean, she's, she's there's no reason for her. Like you could have put anybody in that role. Um, Rihanna probably said, I want to do that. Probably. Well, I guess it would have been wrong to make Aquafina the hacker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but everybody else is really good. I mean, I, uh, all the, what's your name? Nine ball. What's your real name? Eight ball. <laughs> Did you pick that out yourself or was that actually written? Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure they gave her something else to say and she was like, look, man, I can only do this. <laughs> was that, was that, your that, was best, Rihanna, that was my best Rihanna. Best Rihanna accident. Uh, it was an accident. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, okay. So premise of the story, uh, Sandra Bullock plays what? Danny Ocean's sister. <laughs> but what was her name? Sylvia Ocean. <laughs> That's definitely not her name. It's definitely Sylvia Ocean. <laughs> So she plays Danny Ocean's sister, Sylvia, who has been in prison for like five years and has come up with this plan to for this really big job and has spent her entire time thinking about it, um, trying to concoct this whimsy event to steal a bunch of diamonds and um, that are in the Cartier collection and uh, basically sell them and make a bunch of money. Um, and it's your Debbie, Debbie ocean or Sylvia, whatever, whatever. Um, and she has uh, a band of, uh, misfits. Uh, you know, who's in this movie, right? Rick? Uh, not hundred percent. You know, you know her. I know Anne Hathaway's in it. You know, her friend. I know Claire, uh, Kate Blanchett, your favorite. Yes, Kate is Blanchett it? is in this movie. Aquafina's in it. Um, Rihanna, Rihanna's in it. Uh, Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. That's who I couldn't Sarah remember. Amazing. I couldn't remember her name. I never remember Sarah Paulson. What else is she in? American Horror Story. Okay, that's why I don't know who she is. Well, she's well, she's an American Horror Story. She was also in uh, one of my favorite uh, TV shows, um, Studio Sunset on the Studios. Also Studio. hated that show. You hated that show. I hated that show. What? It was stupid. Why was it stupid? It just, we'll talk it, about that later. Yeah, we we can. And Mindy Kaling. And Mindy Kaling, which I, she did a really good. Everyone did a an, an, uh, a good to okay job in Lena this Bonham movie. Carter. She it was uh, she's probably the highlight of the entire movie because she was Helena Bonham Carter Carter the entire time. Like she was just crazy. I didn't the understand the whole James Corden thing. Well, so like it was flimsy. The, yeah. Okay, so they basically come up with this plan to steal the this Cartier necklace, and they're they're going to break it up and sell it. Minnie Kaling's going to break it up and she's in the diamond she's industry. She's a jeweler um, and and get the money from it. And so they they target Anne Hathaway's character, who's this really big actress in this. She's playing a character of Anne Hathaway. Of Anne Hathaway. Um, and so Helena Bonner Carter, Helena Bar bleh, HBC is a a designer who's kind of at the end of her rope, right? Like she owes the government a bunch of money and she but she had some regard in the industry for a while so they get Anne Hathaway to choose HBC as her dress designer and for then the Met for the gala. Met for the Met Gala um and then they Helena um suggests that she wears the Cartier necklace there's this big elaborate plot for Aquafina to steal it off her because she's a pickpocket uh Rihanna does the camera work uh to the hacking, create the the hacking. computer stuff to create a blind spot in the security cameras and they steal it. And then James Corden shows up as a detective 
Like if you can call him that, like, but he's been on, he's been on this case. Well, he's not he's not a detective. He's the he's the insurance guy, right? Yeah, he's, he's works for the insurance company, and he's he, like, I know you, and he knows he knows the he, whole ocean he knows family. the ocean family. Yeah. He knows that they're all criminals, and they're they're always up to something sneaky. And he's like, he kind of comes in as this like tough as nails kind of whimsical character. I know that's a weird oxymoron, but that's why but, it's weird. But that's why it's okay. weird, right? Like he's like all about this case. But then he's James Corden at the same time. Yeah. And then he confronts Debbie Ocean and he's like, look, I'm not going to put you in jail. I just want the I just want to know where the diamonds are. And she's like, I don't have all the diamonds, but here's a couple of them. And she she frames. So basically, Debbie Ocean frames someone that framed her, not framed her, but sent her to prison. Yeah. Like helped her go to prison, didn't fess up and let her go to prison. And so she frames him and gets him caught with these. And then. Um, but they don't have any of the diamonds for some reason. I can't remember. Well, they what. sold them all. They sold them. Yeah, but it wasn't enough. They there sold. Was, they sold all those diamonds, and then all the other diamonds that were on display at the Met Gala. Well, but but there was something where they they oh because they had to pay for all this stuff. They had to they had to bribe somebody, right? They, they had, had to, to bribe Anne Hathaway. Yes, they they yeah. and they gave her all that money, and then they're like, oh, we don't have any more money, and they're like, oh, look, but we stole. It was never just to steal that one diamond. Right. They stole all the diamonds. And I'm like. Right. Really? That's yeah. like, and then they brought in the 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 acrobat from the Oceans series. Yes, I don't remember his name. Uh, it is Kin Shabo. I don't know. Yeah. His real name. So he shows up. Name. He shows up in the in the movie like as an afterthought. Like it's like when they got to this scene in the movie, they're like, "Oh, we didn't think about how we're going to steal all the other diamonds. Let's go back to reshoots and throw this guy in it to connect it to the, all the other movies." I and so, and my biggest problem with it is, is that there was no villain. There's no villain in the yeah, movie. Yeah, because Anne Hathaway is technically supposed to be the antagonist, but, but she turns and they, and she's the winner because she's a woman. Right. So in the, and in Dave Oceans, also not. in Oceans 11, 12, and 13, you have Andy Garcia yeah. that plays kind of the villain who ends up having to work with them towards the end, end of the series. What they did here in a span of 30 minutes is create Anne Hathaway as the villain. And then make her part of the team before the movie ends. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was negating a, any kind of buildup or any like, I was like, I, uh, it was a good reveal. I didn't mind it. It was, it was interesting, but I, I could call it a mile away. Right. Um, I mean, it, it was an entertaining film. Sure. But I'll give it, it that. It was not anywhere near. I'm glad I didn't 11. see it in the theater. I saw it in the theater. I'm glad I paid. No, I wish I, it was on Netflix. It, you know what? It wasn't, uh, it wasn't as bad as Ghostbusters. Never saw it. Ghostbusters is terrible. Yeah. And it wasn't funny. This was at least, it was funny. There was, was definitely some yeah, funny it was parts. Good humor. Um, there was some slick action that yeah. I liked. I mean, the whole the whole scene of trying to get the diamond and that whole thing, it was elaborate. The ruse was elaborate. I liked it a lot. Um, I thought they did a good job. I, yeah. I just, I, I, there were some missing points. James Corden was not, you're right. There's no real antagonist. There's, there's almost like no consequence or like concern for them. Like they're going to, something bad's going to happen. Like, you know, they're going to make it out at the end and there's never a point where you're like, well, maybe they won't make it. You know, like Andy Garcia's character was going to kill yeah. Danny there was, Ocean. There was some danger there. Yeah. Right. And I don't think there was, I mean, there's danger of course, if they get caught, but you know, they're not going to get caught, but there's always something that's like, Oh, this is going to happen. So did they tone down the danger because this was women instead of men? No, I just think you don't think just, so. I just think it just didn't want to have that, and they didn't want it to keep it light and funny, and you know, just fun, fun movie romp. You know, they didn't want to do the same thing. They didn't want to do the same thing that Ocean's Eleven did, and they were trying to be a little different, distinguish themselves. But there was no when you don't have any of that um, concern for a character, it's right. really difficult to care about right. them. It's hard. It is. 
So I like the movie though. I I I'd, I'd say watch it. It's a fun movie. It's a fun heist movie. If you're looking for a I fun like heist, heist movie, movies. go watch it. Yeah. If you're looking for the Italian job, go watch the Italian job. Go watch. That's true. Or Heat. Or or, or, or Ocean's any, Eleven and Twelve. Or any heist movie. Yeah. In fact, but Ocean's Eleven okay. It's yeah. Okay. Doka, otoka. What was the last movie you saw, Jose? The last movie I watched. Are you going to get in trouble for this one? Yeah, probably. When you told me you saw it, I was like, ooh, are you sure you want to do this so soon? It was Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a good thing Julia doesn't listen to this. It's okay. I mean, she did not express an interest of like, I even said, hey, do you want to go see the movie? She said, no. But then the other day, the other day, she's like, after I'd already watched the movie, she's like, oh, I wanted to go see the movie. I want to go to the movies. We could go see Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Anyway, but does she know your result? No, she doesn't. I'm <laughs> going to tell her eventually. So anyway, um, I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, the yeah. story of Queen, um, aka the story of Freddie Mercury. Right? Like it's, it's really just no, about him, it's, right? it's actually not. And I like that they did that. Um, but all the promotional stuff is just all about, about Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And it even talks about one man. And of course, you have to talk about him because he is the front man, right? Um, but even Freddie Mercury himself, he didn't consider himself... Bigger than any of the other right. players, you know? Because um, I, I, I watched a lot of interviews after this. I got, like, all invested in Freddie Mercury and everything. So it starts out, um, and it, the, the one thing I don't, like, I don't want the movie to be longer, but it just took a long time. It took a little, only a short time of their history in the background. And there were some interesting bits that I really wanted to know about. Like, I didn't realize that Freddie Mercury was Pakistani. I didn't either. Yeah, right. I yeah. just thought he's a white dude, but yeah. he's not. He's Pakistani. Huh, that makes sense. Yeah, man. I know, right? It's really cool. And I so I wanted to know more about like what did his upbringing look like? How did he get to this point? You know, and it, but they kind of sped through a lot of that to get to the point where they were already Queen, okay, and making their hits gotcha. because they have such because Queen has such a long history and span. Sure, you know, you can't really condense that, and so it's like, what kind of story do I want to tell? And they really wanted to tell the middle part. Basically. And so they're trying to get as quick to that as possible. As someone who is not the biggest Queen fan. I love Queen. Would a average listener of Queen enjoy this movie? Yeah. I think you don't have to be like a super fan to like it. It's a good musical biopic. Um, I think. Uh, I, I And those critics are saying that they didn't really. It wasn't biting enough. It wasn't real enough. Like what was really going on. And I think that they were just trying to kind of preserve the I don't. I don't know how to say it, but like they weren't. Well, trying that to wasn't like, the story they were trying to tell. Yeah, it was more because that, and that's the thing. It was more about Queen Mercury's life had a lot to do with it because you know who he was. But it was more about how this band played together, how they were yeah. a family. It was really endearing and great. Um, the last, I'm just gonna not spoil it, but the last 20 minutes of the movie is the Live Aid performance, and it's a recreation of it. Which sounds cool, but it's twenty minutes. See that that would it's a long time. It's, it, I don't think it's actually twenty minutes. It's more like fifteen minutes or ten minutes. Maybe it's ten minutes. You know, but, how people are getting upset about how there's like mul- the um, the mid credit scene and post credit scenes, mm-hmm. right? Like you have to wait for all that. Yeah. If I sat through twenty minutes worth of a recreation of a Live Aid concert and got nothing else after that. You'd be frustrated. I would be frustrated. <laughs> or what they could do is put the credits on a third of the screen and the Live Aid show on which, the other two thirds of the which, screen. Interestingly enough, they uh, when they end it in the credits roll, they actually have a a video. It's somebody to love, I think, or it's um no, I think it's I think it's or is it? Don't stop me now. It's one of their songs, but it's a music video. That's all they're showing in the credits. 
They could have, and they showed a little bit of live aid footage too. So <laughs> I don't know why okay. they, I don't know why yeah. they ended it that way. That was a terrible. But up until that point, the movie was really well done, um, and I think they, you know, he hit like because I, like I said, I watched a lot of um, archival footage of Freddie Mercury. He did a phenomenal job imitating Freddie Mercury. That's what I've heard. It was, That's what I've heard. It was so good. Yeah. I mean, you know, just the way that he was and he did and it talks about um, you know, kind of being somebody who you're not yeah. and pretending because he had to pretend for so long. Yeah. And, and it being about the pressure of of people wanting to know about you and you don't want people to know and the loneliness that he went through. Sure. Um when everybody else around him was getting a family and going out and he didn't have that you know and it was just it was really good really well done i highly recommend it it's a phenomenal movie um oscar worthy i'm pretty sure it'll get oscar nods because musical biopics usually do yeah uh, i find it interesting that elton john is getting a musical biopic right after this and i don't know how i feel about that one. Oh, it's a trend right yeah i just don't know how they feel like i mean we had armageddon we had deep impact, impact. we had uh um Day after tomorrow, and then you know, some other disaster movie. I can't wait for the Bowie yeah. biopic. One thing is, Elton John's not dead, so yeah. that's weird that he's getting a biopic right now. Kind of interesting. It's interesting. It's Elton John. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this snooze fest on both of them. Really? What? Yeah. I'm just. I, I'm not a. I appreciate Queen. Mm-hmm. I love the song Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, but for the most part of their their catalog. Like it just not doesn't do it for me. Yeah, but you need like their music. It's an interesting story about how they came together as a band with a twenty minute concert at, at the, the end. end of just it. skip, just turn it off. It's at the end. It's not like and their music is interspersed throughout, so there's yeah. a lot of music in there uh, as background. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It was a enjoyable film. Very good. Very yeah. well made. Uh. Yeah. Cool. Bit. So uh, we're doing. See, I I, I got I got off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got thrown off. Thrown off. Um, so, yeah, let us know. If you've watched Bohemian Rhapsody or you've watched Ocean's 8 or you've watched some other good movie, uh, drop us a line at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Twitter at IGTDS show. I should really fix that. You can what? Like fix the handle. Why? Was like make it, it make it like make it make all the handles. It's going to get stupid. Make all the handles. I tried and it wouldn't work. That's right. That's we. Yeah. That's why. Okay. I'm, Anyway, um, sorry, this little behind the curtain Wizard of Oz action for you. Do you want to know the sausage is made? <laughs> uh, I hate when people say that, by the way. Because <laughs> I do want to know how the sausage is made. I mean, tastes, right? You want but to. But it tastes delicious. I don't care. Like, again, because I don't care about animals, bringing it back full circle, everybody. Um, like, I could, I've watched those processing movies about animals, and I'm like, I just want a steak, dude. I just want a steak. <laughs> The one thing that it's really like the PETA videos that are supposed to you know, stop you from wanting okay. to eat meat. So yeah, like none of that ever works on me. Um, the closest I came to wanting to change my diet period was watching um, Fast Food Nation. Yeah, and I read the book Fast Food Nation, and a lot of people watch these documentaries. Yeah, or it wasn't Fast Food Nation. Maybe it was. Yeah, I think it was. Anyway, point is, is that I found out that um, a lot of your meat has poop in it. Mm, yes there's like a there's like a 10 there's like there's like a poop tolerance one to three percent i think of fecal matter can be in meat and it's okay 
That's kind of weird. Yeah. And the reason that there's fecal matter in your poop, I mean, in your food, obviously there's fecal in your poop, um, <laughs> you're kind of wondering, like, why would there be fecal matter in the meat anyway? Is it bug fecal matter? No, it's because when they are slicing open the stomach yeah, to, stuff comes drain, out. to drain yeah. the bowel, or slicing open the, to drain the bowels, stuff comes out, kind of splashes on the meat a little bit. That's what it is, if you don't do it correctly. This has been Food Facts. This has been Gross Food Facts. <laughs> so, And also, because it was Fast Food Nation, um, what I found out is that McDonald's probably has the purest meat because they tell the meat processors, like, look, we don't want any fecal. We don't want the least amount of fecal matter you can put in here. <laughs> so we're going to – and they buy a lot of meat. Yeah. So they're, they're a large yeah. purchaser of meat. More so than the supermarkets. So just remember that McDonald's hamburger eating probably has less fecal matter than the package of ground beef at the store. And this has been another food fact. <laughs> Where can they find us on Facebook? If, if you wanna, if you wanna shoot, if you wanna continue the conversation about uh, fecal matter, uh, Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Or take some photo. Oh, no, don't, don't. Just you, you almost, yeah, I did. I almost did, and then I turned back around. If you want to, if you want to take a picture of a delicious hamburger and send it to us on Instagram, how could you do that, Rick? <laughs> Message us at it's going to get stupid, and then you go on our website and donate some money um, to so get us to stop hamburgers. to get us to stop talking about the fecal matter. <laughs> uh, www. It's going to get www. Dot. Don't forget the dot because if you forget the dot. It's all gonna go to crap, okay? It's all gonna go to. And then we went again, <laughs> full, full circle, circle again. Man, it's I like love, concentric I love circles, circles now. <laughs> uh, www. It's going to get stupid. And if you want to leave us a message about your favorite shape, two eight one six nine eight seven five three. Oh, I thought I really okay when he said shape. I think he meant like shape poop. No. I really thought I was like it's because you just like, said I love circles. I know I got it, but I just. <laughs> It's the first thing about a man. It's like shape of poop. Hmm. I tried to think about what's my favorite shape, and you're you're probably wondering right now, Jose, poop only comes in one shape. You'd be wrong. Not for Jose. You'd be a hundred percent wrong. I feel like we need to end this now. It's kind of like clouds. You know how you, you look in you look up in the sky and you you kind of look at the clouds. And you're like, hey, that looks like an elephant. Well, sometimes I look in the toilet bowl and I'm like, hmm, that looks like a rhinoceros. I'm sorry, y'all. That's all like, got. It it's it's literally gone down the toilet. It's all oh, flush it, flush it down the toilet. Till next week. Uh, happy hunting. I don't know. <laughs>